Hello and welcome to another 2023 countdown. Today I'm so excited because we're going to be going over my top 50 songs of the year. I want to preface this by saying uh, basically what I said last year, you know, music is so subjective and just at the end of the day it's so based in how you're feeling at a certain moment and albums are definitely that way but I feel like songs are, you know, even more so that way. And, uh, you know, I want this list to be taken seriously to some degree because obviously I spent time on it. These are 50 songs that I love from this year. But at the same time, take it with just a pinch of salt, you know, because there are a lot of songs I love that didn't even make this list. And part of that has to do uh, as well with you know, I'm only concluding, uh, including one song per band or artist, uh, just to make it like fair and each band or artist gets a chance to shine. The only exception to that, not to spoil a tiny part of the list is I've got, uh, I think two songs that feature the alchemist as producer. So he's listed as like an artist for the song, but he's not the primary artist. So I figured, you know, whatever, I'll sort of bend my own rule a little bit for that because, you know, I feel like the producer label on the song is different from whatever. I'm just going to get into the list now. Um, Yeah, 50 songs I really loved. Uh, Starting off with number 50, Lil Wayne and 2 Chains with Long Story Short. Very uh, just awesome ascendant soul sample on this and Just great rap chemistry between these two. Not much else to say about it, but I always have a lot of fun with this track, especially uh, with the hook on it. Number 49, we've got Kevin Abstract with Voyager. Uh, The closest uh, that anyone in the Brockhampton family has gotten to making like a shoegaze-style song. The guitars on it are so dreamy and pretty and lovely. It's a very summery kind of track. Yeah, love it. 48, we've got Earth Eater with Crushing. Very sensual, smoky. Uh, it's hard to explain unless you hear it for yourself. It, it makes me feel like I'm underwater when I listen for some reason. It's uh, You just have to check it out for yourself. I, I think it, it doesn't really sound like anything else that I can compare it to, but really, really killer track from Earth Eater. Uh, number 47, Olivia Rodrigo with All American Bitch. The opening song from her... Uh, This year's album, Guts, um, probably my favorite song on the album. It was kind of between this and Lacey, uh, but I really like this one. I love the acoustic guitar at the beginning, and then, you know, she steps on the gas, and she's belting out, and it's that raw pop-punk kind of energy that, uh, you know, has made her so famous up to this point. Uh, Yeah, great track. Number 46, we've got Paramore with Thick Skull. Like I said, you know, I'm only choosing one song per album here, and it was hard to choose from This Is Why, but I'm going to go with this one just because I think, you know, it's very atmospheric and dramatic, and I think it might have Haley Williams' uh, best vocal performance on the album, which is debatable because she sounds fantastic across the whole thing. Number 45, we've got Wednesday with Chosen to Deserve. I love that ear-splitting, loud country rock guitar at the beginning. Uh, just fantastic, and I love the raw, natural vocals on it. Uh, great, great track. 44, we've got Rat Boys and Morning Zoo. A little bit of a country rock thing with this one, too, but also this, like, 
almost like a Bell and Sebastian, like 90s and 2000s kind of classic indie feel to it with the strings. Really, really dug this song. 43, we've got Unknown Mortal Orchestra with That Life. I mean, just a fun, funky stomper from uh, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. A really cool guitar line to... Fun, fun track. 42, Pink Panther S with The Isle. Uh, an album, again, that was hard to pick, you know, it was hard to pick this song out of the album because I love a lot of the album, but kind of went with this one because it's got the same glitchy Y2K kind of pop thing, but it's also got like these really cool disco strings on it, and it's just a really fun, danceable track. Um, 41, we've got Weston Estate with Slowly, really uh, emotional, like end of summer type ballad here with fantastic vocals, fantastic uh, guitar playing, very soulful uh, really gets me in my feels every time. Number 40, Larry June and The Alchemist with Ocean Sounds. They set out to make an album of just pure luxury rap. It makes you feel like you're riding at the beach. And I think this song, like every other song on the album, uh, perfectly exemplifies that. And this is a song about just, you know, riding with his girl. And uh, Larry just sounds so cool and laid back. The Alchemist's production is so slick and jazzy and mm, just so good. Uh, 39, King Tough, Rock River, very like chugly, um, kind of reminds me of the Grateful Dead a little bit, just a fun jammy rock song about spending time in nature, uh, it was hard to pick a, a song from this album as well, uh, 38, Tennis with Pollen Song, uh, love, uh, Elena's vocals on this song, it's just a nice breezy, it reminds me of Spring, because, you know, it came out in Spring, and and the song's about, you know, the pollen in the air and just being out in the sunshine. And, you know, you just really feel that with the music. Number 37, George Clanton, I've Been Young. Uh, really loud, anthemic, 80s-style uh, pop kind of banger here. It's, it's hard to know exactly what to compare it to. It's a little shoegazy, too, which he, you know, has kind of flirted with that sound. It Sounds pretty Vaporwave as well, which, you know, some people call him uh, a godfather of Vaporwave or something. Uh, but yeah, really, really cool song. Love George's vocals. Uh, Between Friends with Haircut. Uh, just punchy, fun pop rock. You know, usually they have done this glitchy pop sound and they kind of switch to this uh, more guitar-based uh, sound for this album. And that really shows on this song. And it's so anthemic and summery and fun and catchy. Uh, 35, Yola Tango with Fallout. Just a damn good noisy rock and roll song. Very in the same vein of like White Light, White Heat by the Velvet Underground. All that good stuff. Uh, just a killer, killer track. Killer guitar. Uh, I've been really getting into Yola Tango. Uh, I don't want to spoil uh, uh, one part of my album's list, but they that album really grew on me. So you'll see where it placed. Uh, 34, West Side Gun and Stove God Cooks with Kitchen Lights. Just, you know, this really triumphant rap song, just sitting on top of this hill and uh, looking back at your struggles and all the hard work, you know, that uh, it took you to get there. And it's got this really angelic instrumental that you normally wouldn't hear someone rap over. It's got these really uh, delightful, heavenly strings. You you just have to hear it for yourself. It is... Uh, a transcendent track. I really love this track. Uh, 33, Madison McFerrin with Utah. Just a 
fun, uh, kick-ass, like, kind of funky pop song about just, you know, wanting to get the fuck out of Utah, <laughs> uh, you know, moving back home. It's, it's, uh, about like a romance. It's, it's just really fun. I, I love this track. 32, Dougie Poole with High School Gym. A really heartfelt uh, country ballad with, it's not uh, like a slow ballad. It's a little bit upbeat. It's got this cool guitar uh, groove to it. It's kind of hypnagogic like his other stuff has been up to this point. And he's reflecting on like uh, his dreams and how, you know, in his dreams he's in this high school gym and he's seeing all these people he's loved in his life who've passed away and he can't really explain like why he keeps having this dream. It is a really beautiful song. Uh, 31, Cutworms, I'll Never Make It. Cutworms doing a bit of like a shoe-wop kind of a Everly Brothers thing with this one. Uh, probably my, you know, I think I would say it's my favorite on his new album. Uh, love, uh, you know, the A's and B's of the verse and the chorus. It is just a, a killer song. Love his vocals on it. Uh, love the twangy guitar. Number 30, Earl Sweatshirt uh, featuring Mike and, again, the Alchemist on production with Century. One of the weirdest instrumentals I've ever heard, but in the best way. Uh, just that weird, soulful vocal loop going over and over. You can't even make out what he's singing, but it's just really cathartic. And then, you know, you've got Earl and Mike uh, both rapping about family matters and stuff going back and forth. And they've got this similar energy, and it is just... It is a killer track. Um, I, I absolutely love it. Number 29, we've got Home Is Where with Yes, Yes, A Thousand Times Yes. Uh, just a brutal, stomping, kind of a, almost like a dance punk track, but it's also got like a folk punk thing. And it's, you just kind of have to hear it for yourself. It It's in the emo world a little bit. Not as emo as the rest of the album gets, but it is... Yeah, I, I love this song. I love dancing to the song. The guitar riff is so, so goddamn good. Love it. Uh, 28, we've got Keaton Henson with The Meeting Place. Really delicate, heartfelt uh, singer-songwriter folk stuff here. His voice is just uh, mesmerizing on this track. Um, beautiful, beautiful song. Definitely my favorite uh, from his recent album, House Party. Uh, 27, we've got Hozier or Hosier, uh, with Brandy Carlisle, uh, and the song Damage Gets Done. Bit of a callback to Everybody Wants to Rule the World by, tear, by uh, Tears for Fears, which I really appreciate. Uh, just the stomping, uh, uh, beautiful, therapeutic, kind of Heartland rock song, and both of them sound fantastic on the vocal end, uh, you know, uh, spoiler alert, the Hozier album didn't quite make my top 50 of the year. Um, I haven't really gone back to it that much, but this song from it is absolutely killer. Number 26, Locate S1, with You Were Right About One Thing. Uh, just this really cool blend of like art pop and kind of surf rock and... A few other things I can't quite my uh, can't quite put my finger on. Her voice is just angelic. The electric guitar, her playing is awesome. Uh, love the melody. Uh, love uh, you know the high notes that she's hitting in the chorus. A uh, really killer groovy song. Really hard to pick one from this album. Twenty five. We've got one hundred Gex with Hollywood Baby. Uh, just uh, an awesome, kick-ass, like, Zoomer rock song. Uh, 
Uh, sounds very 2000s, but also very 2023 at the same time. It's got like a pop punk kind of thing going on with the way the vocals are sung. The I'm going crazy, a little tiny Hollywood baby. Uh, just a, a song, the first time I heard it, I was like, what is happening? But just kept listening to it over and over. And it is just such an infectious, uh, fun, fun track. <laughs> Love the guitar riff on it. Uh, that whole album is, is a lot of fun. Uh, it's only grown on me with time. Uh, then 24, we've got Wiki and Tony Seltzer on production end uh, doing Purity. And yeah, I, I talked about this a little bit with uh, the full album review. This instrumental is just heavenly. It's got that uh, opening that almost sounds like a like a mall commercial from the 80s or something. Then you've got this uh, really emotional saxophone loop that Wiki is rapping over. And he's rapping about taking his girl out on the town. And it is such a fun track. I've been saying everything is fun this episode, but a lot of fun music coming out, you know? Uh, 23, Tanashi with Needs, uh, just a really groovy, sensual kind of R&B song, a little bit of a 2000s vibe on this one, love Tanashi's vocals, uh, she's such a good singer, and I, I think it really shows on this song, it's so hooky and catchy, I absolutely love it, 22, PJ Harvey with A Child's Question, August, a uh, really smoky, atmospheric, uh, atmospheric uh, forest-like kind of sound here. You know, she's kind of interpolating um, Elvis's Love Me Tender on this song, like she kind of does on a couple other songs on the album. And I think this is, like, among PJ Harvey's best vocal performances. Uh, it is really, like I said, just smoky and beautiful and raw. Uh, love it. Uh, then we have 21 with Rebecca Black, Sick to My Stomach. Uh, Rebecca Black doing like this 80s prom night kind of anthem uh, about seeing this person you love with someone new and feeling sick on your stomach. It's not much to say about it, really. It's pretty straightforward, but I, I think she kills it. Um, I love the, uh, like I said, the glossy 80s production on it. Love her vocal performance on it. Number 20, Alan Palomo, formerly known as uh, Neon Indian, the stage name he used to go by. I don't know if he has dropped that permanently or uh, what's going on, but we've got this track from uh, his recent solo album, uh, World of Hassle, uh, featuring Mac DeMarco, and it's called Nudista Mundial. Uh, apologies if I butchered that. And it is a fun, beachy kind of song. Uh, it's very danceable, um, you know, the whole album is going for this retro uh, 70s, 80s kind of disco sound. It's also got, uh, it's, it's sung in Spanish, um, and I just don't quite know uh, what's being sung on the whole song, but it doesn't take away from it at all. I, I love their voices on the song, I think they kill it, and I love the music video that goes along with it, with the, the video game style. Number 19, Doja Cat with Agora Hills. A uh, really, really lovely song from Doja Cat here. Uh, it's a slow jam. It starts off with this cool vaporwave uh, kind of sample at the beginning. I wish it went on for even longer. and Maybe this song would uh, be even higher on this list. But yeah, Doja is killing it. You, you know, she's going back and forth between singing and rapping on it. Uh, it's a love song, and I love when uh, Doja gets into that kind of bag. Uh, number 18, 
uh, another smooth uh, kind of 80s style love song. It's Endlessly by Kali Uchis. And of course, you know, I've praised Kali on the show before. Her voice is totally angelic. The key change that she hits, uh, the struct- whole structure of the song is just uh, fantastic. I think it's the best vocal performance on her uh, album from this year. Uh, hands down, I love the, like I said, the glossy 80s production on it. Number 17, Corey Hansen with Wings. Uh, really hard to pick an out uh, a song, again, from this album. Uh, but I had to go with this one. It's very driving and rocking. It reminds me of like Blue Oyster Cult, kind of. Uh, Corey Hansen is a killer guitar player, and I love his vocals on the track. love how he shreds. The whole band sounds fantastic as well. Uh, just, uh, you know, to quote one of my favorite uh podcast i love rock songs and this is a damn damn good rock song right here number 16 caroline polachek with welcome to my island caroline polachek's vocals on this song i i could just leave it there because uh you know she gets into that kind of uh stoic almost like rapping delivery on the verses but when she belts out in the chorus I'm not even going to try to recreate it, but it sounds awesome. I love the slick guitar sound on it. Uh, You know, couldn't get super into the rest of the album. I liked it, but not one of my favorites of the year, spoiler alert. But I loved this song since I first heard it. Uh, Awesome, awesome song. Number 15, Mitski with My Love, Mine, All Mine. A lovely, uh, wilting kind of country ballad for Mitski here. Uh, I love all the nature themes that she kind of intertwines with this love story. And it is just, I mean, it feels like taking like a really pleasant moonlit walk at night with the one you love. Uh, Love Mitski, love this track. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm proud of her for this song blowing up and I'm glad, you know, this is one of the best songs she's released in a while. I'm glad it was this one that, you know, it's her first entry on the uh, Billboard Hot 100, and it's a damn good one to be her first one. So, yeah. Number 14, Angel Olsen with Nothing's Free. Oh, beautiful song. I raved about the uh, Angel Olsen EP on the top 10 EPs of the year. It was my number one, and this is, I mean, easily the best song from it. Angel's vocals are uh, phenomenal. The whole track is really... Uh, just silky and smooth and smoky and mysterious, very David Lynchian. Uh, the saxophone is totally transcendent. Uh, just love it, love it, love it, love it. Number 13, Danny Brown with Bass Jam. Uh, we're getting up into the, the big league tracks right now. Uh, really love this song. Uh, it's Danny reflecting on you know his upbringing and how... Music always brought his family together. Uh, you know, he's singing, play another song, let the music talk for us, have a shed in tears before we get to the chorus. Uh, you know, he's talking about listening to slow jams growing up in his family's house and uh, riding with his grandma and doing shopping. And it, it is just such a, like, down-to-earth kind of song about just this universal feeling of of music, how it all brings everything together, even, you know, through the hard traumatic times, through the good memories, and it, it's, I think it's something that anybody can get into, and it is such a, a, a wonderful album closer uh, for his new album, Coranta. Number, tw- 
Oh, excuse me, number 12, Bombay Bicycle Club, uh, featuring Chaka Khan, of all people. Really great feature uh, with the song Tekken 2. Just a, a great summery kind of indie pop anthem. Uh, really light, airy vocals, super catchy. Love the guitar on it. Uh, it almost kind of sounds like it would be like in, I don't know, like a... Wreck-It Ralph 4 soundtrack or something, but it's like the good side of that. Like, it, it I just love it. it. It's so summery. It's so fun. Uh, adjectives I've used a lot this episode, but I really mean it with this one. Number 11, Mike and Mark William Lewis with Let's Have a Ball. I think, you know, choosing a song from all these albums uh, was really hard, or most of them, but this mic pick was probably the hardest one because I could have slotted in basically any song here. I could have slotted in the song Burning Desire. I could have slotted in uh, They Don't Stop in the Rain. Could have slotted in Sixteens. Uh, could have slotted in uh, You Think Maybe. But I think I'm going to go with this one because I love how crisp that sample is. The soulful guitar playing. I love Mark William Lewis's really deep crooning vocals. Uh, I love Mike, uh, you know, usually doing like his uh, deep, introspective, kind of nocturnal uh, kind of vibes. He's delivering those. It, it is just uh, fantastic. I, I, I love this song. This is like in my top probably 10 Mike songs at this point. It is just so, so good. And it is such a wonderful way to close the album. Very emotional. Um, just very lovely all around. Uh, getting into the top 10 now. Number 10, we've got Buck Meek with Haunted Mountain. Uh, really driving country rocker. Beautiful song about just wanting to isolate yourself in nature and just get all of your healing from Mother Earth itself. It is just uh, a fantastic tune. I almost flirted with you know, going top five with this song, but it gets really hard uh, when we're getting in here into the top 10. But I, I absolutely love this song. I think it is phenomenal. I love Buck Meek's vocal performance. I love the uh, kind of uh, crunchy guitar solo, very uh, Neil and Crazy Horse um, inspired, I can tell. And yeah, a fantastic tune all around. Number nine, we've got Sufjan Stevens with Shit Talk. A uh, beautiful climax to his recent album, Javelin. It's about just wanting to... Not wanting to spar with this person that you love anymore. And just basically throwing your hands up and be and just being like, we need to love each other. Or, or just, you know, if we can't love each other, then we need to just cease being together. And we need to just respect each other from an honorable distance, and it is just, I mean, the orchestration on it is fantastic, the way it builds and builds and builds, and you've got those gorgeous choral vocals coming in behind him, all the ladies singing behind him, and especially when he's singing uh, Hold Me Tightly Lest I Fall, it is, uh, wow, it is a stunning, stunning song. Um, an artist, you know, any artist would be lucky to have this as a single song in their catalog, and it's just one of many amazing songs by Sufjan Stevens. Uh, then we have The Tubs with Wretched Lie. Oh, this is an awesome, driving, jangly rock song. The guitar riff just 
kicks ass every time i hear this song i want to just uh go biking down a hill really fast or uh you know get on the interstate and just floor it it is such a kick-ass killer song uh i, I you, just, you just have to hear it for yourself um love the vocals on it uh it is i mean every song on this album kind of sounds like this one but this is the best version of that song and it is just wow uh blows my mind every time uh then we have suzanne sun sun four uh, apologies if i mispronounced that would fare thee well uh just a heart-wrenching goodbye song it's uh, on a piano, it's got like a soulful gospel feel to it. Suzanne's voice is uh, phenomenal, blows me away every time. Uh, there's so much beauty and emotion in her voice, and uh, you just feel every single word that she sings. Uh, fantastic tune. I've been saying fantastic so much this episode because there's so much fantastic music. Uh, then we have number six with Blonde Shell with Kiss City. A lovely, uh, almost a little bit shoegazy kind of song. It's a love song. It is uh, really atmospheric and dreamy. It's got like a 90s kind of grunge thing going on to it. Uh, the high notes that she hits in the chorus are uh, just wonderful. Uh, it is a really sensual, beautiful song. Uh, you really just have to hear it yourself. Number five, Genesis Owusu, Stuck to the Fan. Another song that kind of flirted with the number one spot for a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Uh, really cathartic, soulful kind of jam. Uh, doesn't sound much like the rest of the album, aside from maybe See You There. Uh, but yeah, it's basically Genesis just like accepting that, you know, shit is going to suck, but, you know, we can't change that, but we can change how we react, uh, how we react to things, which is something that just really resonated with me personally this year. Uh, you know, shit was stuck to the fan. What can I say? Uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful song. And he has a really beautiful statement about it, about, you know, how Hollywood says, you know, when you climb a mountain, that's it. And there'll be like a, a field to frolic in, but it doesn't really work that way. There's mountain after mountain. And he says himself, you become a better climber. And yeah, uh, fantastic tune. This is, I mean, this top five, top 10 is all just like gold, gold studded stuff. Uh, if you know what I mean. Number four, we've got Lana Del Rey with Father John Misty. Let the light in. Uh, just a delicate country ballad that's a beautiful love song i've always wanted these two to do a full song together i mean they kind of did with buddy's rendezvous but they're actually both singing on this one and you know they're two of arguably they're the two best uh, uh singer songwriters we have in the modern age so having them come together on this and just singing back and forth with each other it is just uh i mean it's primarily just you know josh tillman doing harmonies for lana but still just hearing both of their voices in one place just makes me so happy and it is such a touching beautiful song that holds a lot of significance to me personally uh yeah yeah i mean this this could easily be number one itself any of these really could uh number three molly burt with champion so hard to choose a song from this album but this is the one that made me realize, like, what a mind-blowing album this is. I mean, 
the city pop production on it, the saxophone, the slick 80s production, her vocals getting really high in the chorus, the key change. Oh, it just blows me away every single time. It's so soulful and sensual and beautiful. And the way when you, you know, when you hear her saying love and you goes on and on and on, you feel that longing and hurt in her voice. Uh, to me, it is the true climax of the album. And uh, like I said, that city pop production just knocks it out of the park for me. It, it is just, I have no words. Love, love, love that song. Number two, we have Lil Yachty with the Black Seminole. I mean, what can I say, people? It's basically Lil Yachty doing his own kind of 2023 version of The Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd. It is him just accepting this new psych rock direction. He's got so much swagger over the instrumental. And then you've got Diana Gordon just oh, killing it with those wailing vocals that make you just feel like you're having this celestial experience. You've got guitar solos all over it. This goes on for like seven minutes. It is pure psych rock bliss. One of the best psych rock tunes I have ever heard. And, you know, hearing this guy, uh, you know, who was doing this uh, kind of cloud rap thing a few years ago, transition into this. I don't know if cloud rap is the right term. Forgive, uh, term, forgive me. But just, you know, I, I really liked his old stuff. You know, songs like Bring It Back. But this stuff, I mean, this is just next level right here. And it was so hard to pick a song from this album, but I've got to go with this one because it blew my fucking mind the first time I heard it. Uh, yeah, fantastic job, Lil Yachty. Love this song. And any other year, it would probably be number one. But number one this year, folks, is Geese with 3D Country. Just pure rock, uh, ragged rock and roll bliss. You've got the soulful uh, kind of Rolling Stones in the early 70s feel. You've got the gospel choir. You've got this really unique singing voice uh, from the front man just kicking ass. The lyrics are fantastic. I'm back in Trestevere, uh, back in the Seven Hills, uh, cutting my brother's neck, grabbing the dollar bills. The day the cowboy cried and I gave up on love, you gave up on life. And so began my second life. And honey, I'm leaving everything behind. Caesar's old roads are getting out of my mind. Now I'm burning up the night, rolling up the pieces of my life. I used to cut them up. I used to tear it down. I could have been the king of this town, but I'm going home. That is some of the best, like most cathartic rock and roll songwriting I've ever heard. And then you've got, like I said, the best vocal performance of the year. I know his voice is an acquired taste. He's getting really deep and really, really up there as well. But it is just... That song gives me goosebumps all over every time I hear it. The guitar solo at the end is just mm, so fucking good. I love that song. I, I, I don't even have words. It's my favorite song to belt along to in the car. I sing my ass off with this song. It is just, I knew it was number one the first time I heard it. I was like, you cannot beat this whatsoever. Uh, yeah, it is just... Yeah, I, I think it could go down as one of my favorite rock songs of all time at this point. And, you know, I'd like to show this song to anybody who thinks rock music is dead in 2023. Because, wow, this, I mean, I'm speechless, y'all. It's It's been a fantastic year. We've got one more episode coming up. It's top 50 albums of the year. 
be on the lookout for that. And as always, peace and be well. And I love you. Thanks so much for listening.